0: Welcome back! It's Becca. Hi, it's Katie. And hey, it's Jody. Woo! Woo! Um, we just want to say thank you to everybody that listened and tuned in for our first episode. We're super excited to be back here, and we have great topic today so let's get started yeah well let's get started on it is a Sunday
1: fun day yes yeah so before we get into anything how was everybody's week Becca
2: it was good yeah I was around town (laughs) I went um I was in Louisiana last week for the HBCU Legacy Bowl um we had like a two-day career fair so our people ops team and our community relations team went out there and did the two-day career fair, and then we went to the game, and it was great to be in Louisiana. The food is delicious. The city is amazing, so had a great time. And then the next day, I went to Indianapolis for the combine. I didn't go to any of the actual combine-y things. I was there for the NFL Women's Forum. Um, and speaking of, we have decided. I heard a fantastic quote from uh, one Miss Lori Locust uh, for the Titans defensive quality coach. Um, she said that she does not use the word male dominant. She says male prevalent because we are not inferior to men. So yeah. we will be changing our verbiage moving forward and we will only be saying male prevalent field. So just a little tidbit. Snaps, <laughs> um, snaps yeah, Snaps for her. Um, she's doing great work. So yeah, that was kind of my, my
1: week. Katie, you been up to anything?
0: Yeah. So hey guys. <clears throat> um, thanks again for tuning in. So this past week we... Are in the process of college sports of finishing winter seasons and starting some spring sports. So, we had a full softball tournament this weekend. Our girls did pretty well, and we also had some baseball in full swing. So, it's been pretty busy, but the sports, the spring sports are in full swing, and our winter sports, women's and men's, are competing for Pac 12 and getting ready for March Madness, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a great time for college sports. So, yeah. Um, but I want to talk to Jodi about what she's been up to this weekend, because I know she used it as a big reset, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, this weekend in general has been a good reset for me. I think the week is a good, um, reset. I'm mainly, most of my focus right now is just getting our, a new communications program up and running for drafts. So that's where, I'm a lot of planning going out there. Um, we've got to attend a WISE event, Women in Sports Mm -hmm. and Entertainment, was it Tuesday? I want to say it was Thursday. Thursday, I yep. want to say
0: close. Same thing, same thing. <laughs> so the
1: <both teas>. Yep. <laughs> um, which was a like a actually a really great like opportunity and a really fun time to hear from um inspiring women mm-hmm. um within the Cardinals um and hear their stories of how they got here and um any tips and tricks they might have had for us. So that was a really good event, which I think kind of ties into what we are going to be talking about today. Yeah, just, you know, how did we. Here. <laughs> yeah, how did we do it? Also, I want to say, for
2: those who don't know, WISE is a national organization called Women in Sports and Entertainment. So if you are a woman in sports and entertainment, join that organization. They have chapters all over the country, and there's an Arizona chapter, which is why we had that meeting in Arizona. So mm-hmm. just a little Super cool. background. Um, but yeah, who sh- yeah. should I go first? This is
0: Becca, I guess. Yeah, Becca, <laughs> Becca basically is just, just going to start off by saying how she got started in sports Mm -hmm. and why, and why she's still here, what it means to her, so.
1: Picking little five-year-old Becca. I know.
0: And Becca must talk about her football experience. I will, I know. (laughs) I know. Everyone, Everyone was really sassy
2: with me that I didn't bring up football last time. When I was five, I started playing soccer. I've been playing soccer my whole life, and I loved it. I wanted to go to college for soccer, and I just wasn't good enough to play in college, so I didn't. Um... But I did everything under the sun. I mean, I, I did gymnastics when I was a little kid. I did dance when I was in middle school. Um, and I ended up in high school. I ran track, uh, the indoor track. I did the 4x8, which is terrible. Don't ever run the 4x8. It was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. I hated track. Um, And then I played football. So I, I was the kicker for my high school football team for all four years. Um, varsity football team. Yes. <laughs> I was indeed. <laughs> Uh, I was the first female at my high school to to do that, so that was pretty cool, and I've always been a very, like, feminist, I don't really care what people say, I'm gonna do what I wanna do and get what I wanna get done, so I think that has led me into the career that I'm in now, Um, but then I went to college, and I, like I said last time, I wanted to be an athletic trainer because I wanted to stay in the sports world, and I did it, and I did not like it. Um, and so when I was a junior in college, I was like, okay, I'm getting a degree in kinesiology and I don't want to do kinesiology. So what can I do with this? Um, it was kind of too late to, yes, Jody, she has yeah, her hand raised. I just, I
1: just wanted to ask all it on it. Like, is was there a turning point for you that made you decide like athletic training and the other word is mm-hmm. not, <laughs> was it, um, like the right path for you?
2: Yeah, I think So the the hard thing about athletic training is what really is exciting is the really bad moments. Um, It's really exciting when, like, someone breaks a leg or, you know. And that sounds terrible, and I know that that sounds terrible, but that's what what was exciting to me. Was, you know, seeing someone's leg detached from their body. That sounds absolutely terrible, but that's
0: not your everyday life as an athletic trainer. It was exciting because you were the person on call. Yeah. Like, you were the reaction. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was really fun to, like
2: deal with those situations. And I know that makes me sound like a crazy person. (laughs) But I do
1: have to ask, have you seen someone's leg detached from their body?
2: Um, so in high school, there was a girl who tried to jump over a fence, and her leg got stuck in the fence, and (gasps) we had, the ambulance had to come, and... that's just too close to
1: home. That happened to me once. What? Not with my leg. Oh, no. Another part of my body. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Okay,
2: well. (laughs) So
1: sorry, but...
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. So... Yeah, that was what was exciting and that was not my everyday life. My everyday life was taking people's ankles and Mm -hmm. almost kind of babysitting to a point. Um, And that wasn't something that I wanted to do. I like having changes every single day. I like having different things and I prefer not to have, you know, what makes my job exciting be something terrible that ruins Mm -hmm. someone's life. Mm So I chose I decided that was not for me, um, and I got a minor in women, gender, and sexuality, and started taking classes that blended sports and society, and blended sports and politics, and uh, just history. And I found that to be really interesting. So that's kind of where I leaned towards, um, and went to college. I got a master's degree at. Um, ASU in sports law and business and my focus was really on abuse advocacy. Um, That's a really big problem in the sports world and I think ultimately that's where I'd like to end up. Um, Try to figure out some sort of Olympic global policy that we can do to similar to safe sport that was in response to Larry Nassar and USA Gymnastics but on a global scale. Um, I think that's probably end goal. But for right now I'm just in the sports world and I love my job. I, love, I met my boss and I made a pitch deck for him and was bugging him and sending him emails. And so when he was building out his team, he sent me an email and was like, hey, if you're interested, apply. Like, I want you on my team. So it worked out. The job was there for me and I was really lucky in that aspect. But yeah, right now I'm just kind of figuring things out,
0: learning the sports world on a professional level and seeing where it takes me. And I have always said that Becca, my friend Becca, is going to change the world. Um, I hope so. Whenever I introduce her to literally anyone, that is what I say. Because there is something to be said for people who genuinely care about the athlete and everything that goes on. Because it is a business, but they're people too, and. Becca is that girl, and she <laughs> sorry you. woman. Oh, woman. thank you. Yes, <laughs> but no. In all in all, due like respect, I've learned so much about her um, about terrible things. Honestly, that happen mm. in sports. She has a great Instagram page. Side plug: hey. Curly Sports Law. <laughs> um, she is working on a big project as well. She yeah. wants to continue to find resources and find people that are also similar and helping other athletes. So that's very cool. Thank you. And you it's do. her hobby. So that's It is which, my hobby. Yeah. It's very, it's very, nice. yeah. it's
2: very nice. I ingrained my life in it. So yeah. I know it's it's something that I'm passionate about, which is
0: it's cool. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Katie? How'd you get in here? Yeah, so hey guys. <laughs> um, so I like I said last episode, I interned with my athletic director in high school. Um he was actually married to one of my professor or one of my teachers in high school and her class was research based. Um, basically for the longest time, I knew I had a passion for sports. I was like a high school athlete um, playing volleyball, but I didn't know about careers. And all I knew was that there were coaches and athletic directors. So I interned him and um, it was amazing. Like he made so many big decisions and everything. And as I was getting ready to go to school, I was lucky enough to be recruited to play volleyball in college um, at Towson University, which is uh, outside of Baltimore. And I didn't know what I wanted to study, but I saw that there was a bachelor's in sports management, and that was like, is that even a real thing? I don't know. So I was like, I'm going to do it and see what happens. And definitely one of the best decisions I've ever made. I met my mentor who has helped me to this day. Um, but yeah, it was a really good course. We took sports and society classes, um, as well as learning about the business of sport, the Olympics, and everything. And It just showed me that there were careers in this. So then I fully fell into it. I became in love with it. And I also am currently in the master's program at ASU. So I'm unique in that I'm doing it in two years. Becca did it in one year. Mm -hmm. That's how we met. Um, But I'm a grad assistant, which we'll talk about that later. Um, But basically, I work with ASU and I'm in school as well. Um, upon graduation in May, I'm excited to get my first full-time job. I'm like very, very, very excited for everybody that knows me. She's gonna get the coolest (laughs) job. It's all I think about every day. I'm very motivated right now. I'm super excited. I'm like falling in love with just my future life. Um, so anyway, uh, but yeah, it's been really cool. I knew that was for me and now I'm just trying to figure out my exact role. Um, but Miss Jody girl over here has a different path than the rest of us. Like she said, she wanted to be in politics, and then she realized it wasn't for her, and she's found her role in this beautiful sports world that we're all obsessed with. Yeah. So she has a really unique perspective. Um, yeah. And yeah, Jody girl. Hey.
1: hey. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I did. I just play sports growing mm-hmm. up. I was really big on volleyball. I'll give a shout out to my dad, who <laughs> coached me throughout, and kind of led our like our team through back-to-back championships and stuff. I was a libero, so that was my sport. Um, by the time I got to high school, I did swap into track. I was a 400 and an 800 runner. The worst. So I did the, <laughs> everything that had to go into both, the single events plus the 4x4 mm-hmm. and all the relays, 4x8s, 4x4, all of that. Some weird relay I ran one time. This was I don't even know the I <laughs> like, I'm not even going to go into that. But yeah, so um, got into there, college. Somehow I played softball.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's the question. Don't ask me so how. I want to talk about that because one of my friends. This is Katie. Hi, one of my friends is like she played college softball, and like I learned that while we were recording. So I want to talk about that because I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: that was um <laughs> I, I, I still don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was one of those situations, so
1: like going, like playing track, I played track, like I ran track, not played, mm-hmm. um, but I ran track the like later half of high school, so I just got used to like two hour workouts. Yeah. So by the time I went out to college, I was just used to running like two hours a day. Now, I didn't have the time to commit to a two hour straight workout every day, so what I ended up doing was breaking it up in 30 minute increments, and every like morning, Um, between, like, some classes after lunch, and then, like, at night, I would take a a 800-meter run. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so I was known at my university for, like, as running girl. (laughs) Mm. I was always running, but nobody really knew who I was. And um, that somehow got into, got, like, the softball coach found out about this. Mm -hmm. So she's like, hey, like, you run, why don't you try out for the team? My best friend played on the team um, did never watched baseball in my life, never knew a thing about softball, but I was like, yeah, bestie, like, yeah. I was going to be my best fan, so like, yes, <laughs> no problem, I thought I was going to come in and be a pinch runner, okay. which is, I guess is the best passion. girl
0: with the speed, yeah, so that's
1: what I thought I was going to do, um, so just run for the other play- players, no problem, I run all the time, um, ended up learning how to be a slapper so I'm right-handed okay and I had to learn how to bat left-handed and with slapping you gotta bat and run at the same time this sounds way too complicated it was very complicated (laughs) I can't follow that's like
0: so impressive because you're like yeah I played college softball (laughs) and I was a slapper and I used the opposite hand that I was yeah given (laughs) with and taught to use but here I am I'm a slapper like yes. that is that is a that's a and really. And that might cool not thing. be the right terminology fully. Again, like I still
1: know nothing about softball. but well,
0: ask the baseball men of yeah. the world.
1: Yeah. So we might have to if ask a listening. little bit more about that. But did that, and then I went back to volleyball. Because right. so I'm like, yep, this is not for me. Because that's, yeah. that's where the
0: queens go. That's <laughs> where the queens go. I
1: graduated playing uh, volleyball. But throughout all that, um, I studied business. Um, my intention since I was 12 was to get into international relations. I really wanted to work for a U.S. Emb- um, embassy or for the State Department, specifically working around anti-trafficking issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my whole life goal. So when I graduated, I um, ended up getting a job out in D.C. And, um, and even throughout school was interning at um, different locations in D.C. And a lot of focuses around human and drug trafficking. Um, and that was it, going to my master's human trafficking like yeah. that's where I saw my life um getting involved into politics first hand um I gotta work a lot, I gotta do some work on congress I did some work with um, lobbying I did some work within with the white house um realized politics wasn't for me yeah. <laughs> Uh, a little too much politics and politics, yeah. Um, for issues that I felt like didn't shouldn't really be that complicated, like it should be just known that we shouldn't be selling individuals. You'd think, um, and the fact that there's still a lot of conversations and like eggshells we have to walk for something mm. that I think is super black and white made me realize that wasn't it for me. So I started to look for how do I still help out these issues in other um, avenues. So, I started going to um, UMass Boston, uh, spending some time at MIT, where I really studied um, basically like anti trafficking on a global scale on the business side of things. Um, and my whole thesis was around like how does age and race affect profitability in sex trafficking rings?
0: Mm, so so going interesting, through, which is <laughs> that's like. You're just so
2: smart, Jodie. Like, that's, like, that
0: is, like, astounding to me. Yeah. Like, that is such a specific thing to research, and, I mean, you can continue, but I, that's
1: very interesting. Right. So, that's kind of, like, was my thought process into there, and um, I, so that's why I wanted to focus specifically within sex trafficking, because how you run sex trafficking is going to be different to how you run labor trafficking, etc. cetera. And, um, so that's why I pinpointed that, and I really wanted to focus on the U.S., because actually the U.S. is the biggest buyer of international sex slaves. Mm -hmm. So why is it such a huge market? So that's where my focus on there came, and as I was getting involved into that research, um, I started to see a lot of correlations in the sports world, where how Super Bowl, your NBA Finals, um... Mm -hmm. World Series, baseball, like mm-hmm. those sort of stuff, how a lot of human trafficking, sex trafficking specifically within the US, was being masked under those huge events. Which you know? is so scary. So that's where my like intro to sports came in too. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Right. And then on top of that, like I did at the time when I was going in through this research, um my ex-boyfriend worked for an NBA team at the time. Um, when I first moved to Arizona, I started meeting a lot of people who worked for NBA, baseball, stuff like that. And um, I really grown that family base that I had out here through the sports world. Mm-hmm. So um, between both of them, I was like, oh, sports is the easiest. I, I should go into it, like take it from a background. So I um, ended up in looking on LinkedIn one day and found a communication email marketing job with the Cardinals, and, um, I'm like, oh, that's what I do, I, yeah, <laughs> my whole background was on CRM and email marketing, don't know how I got there either, not thinking about it, but that's <laughs> where, like, most of my work came through, so I figured it was a great transition, mm-hmm. um, it's not where I see myself being long-term, and like, I don't want to be sending out, like, emails and text messages for the rest of my life, yeah, um, but I knew it was a great, like, uh Pinpoint to get me into the industry. Yeah. Start to learn things about it. And mm-hmm. then hopefully in a similar matter, like, I would love to continue to um, touch on specifically the NFL's efforts around um, human rights issues at a league level. And that's why I kind of see myself growing into years yeah. going in. But for now, I'm learning football because I know nothing about football. And <laughs> yes, I yes you football. do. Yes, do. I never you watched do. a football game until I moved to Arizona. How many points are a touchdown?
0: Jody, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like and you six? know what? We're not cutting that out for authenticity. <laughs> We're keeping it. Isn't it like six, and then if you kick it, it's seven. Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: I got that. Great
0: work. Great I, work. So
1: one thing. Lord, to gave <laughs> Jesus? My my learnings that I learned this week because I asked um, our CRM analyst. I will ask him questions every week as I kind of learn because I I follow um, the NFL app and everything. Mm-hmm, good. So my my new things I've learned last week was I was learning about. Under and over 500. Yes. Okay. And then this week, I learned about franchise tag versus a franchise player. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I really want to, I'm trying my best um, yes. to kind of learn. I've gone to every football game that we've, that we've had. Um, hopefully, this year, continue and also do some away games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I probably follow everything NFL on Instagram. There you go. Podcasts apps everything um so I'm learning She's no just you're effort, the
0: effort's there and you will learn you yeah, will learn yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no you're you're in the right spot I just that was so funny yeah. <laughs> but that was how I
1: mean, Like I really had no yeah. idea that I
0: was ever gonna yeah. come here no idea
1: I'll ever yeah. be in this position I still walk into the office every single day and I'm like I'm blessed how I'm not how am I here I'm sure my dad still asks me like why are you not fired like, <laughs> <laughs> but I think
2: I think that's really important like I think a lot of times we hear people talk about the sports world or working in the sports world and you think, oh, you're a coach or, oh, you're, you know, Mm -hmm. a marketing person, which is great, but there's so many other avenues. There's so many... You can work for Bud Light and you're probably more involved in sports than I am type of thing. Like, they're a huge sponsor for all of these Mm -hmm. sports events Um, and and people don't know that. People don't know, like... That you can do, you can tie human rights violations and human trafficking into the sports world. You yeah. can tie abuse and advocacy into the sports world. Like all I these think, avenues right, are
1: there. I think that was really interesting to me coming in. Was um, and I think I was on a panel when I was talking to some interns about it too. The idea of okay, let's say you're a business major and you're studying finance. Mm-hmm. So when you think of that, you're thinking you're going to go work for. Bank of America, yeah, or something like yeah. that. KPMG, right? KPMG, Yeah, like you'll work for some bank. That's like your first thought um, going into it. And actually, when I was over at MIT, one of the things I really learned about was like inter. I, you know, I don't know why I can't talk right now.
2: Jodi, yes, you can. You're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> like interdepartment or like. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah. being
1: able to blend different departments and different Intersectionality? Ideas, yeah, yeah. Together into one. Um, vocab, vocab. <laughs> we got a vocab that, thank you, Becca, because I'm not on my vocab level right now. But, <laughs> uh, and so it was interesting to see like, okay, you can be into finance and let's mm-hmm. say you're into sports and they tie together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing, like, I. Coming in, even though my background was in CRM, my background was in email marketing, I've worked in tech, I've worked in government, um, but then taking the same skill set and then moving it to sports.
2: Yeah. Right. So now that you know kind of more about all of us and our journeys and what we've been through and how we are, where we are right now... Um, Ask us any questions. Ask us any questions you want us to talk about. We'll go deeper diving into specifics for each episode. But we kind of just wanted to give you guys a background on who we all are so you know where we're coming from as we talk about things. Um, And yeah, our perspectives on
0: things. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to my friend Jillian for making our graphics. Um, We are growing this crazy business and podcast and we're super excited. And a special shout out to... Uh, shout out to
1: my dad. Yeah. Um, coming in the next few weeks, we should be having a really cute jingle that we can share and add to yeah. continue to grow our podcast.
0: Yeah, PJ, we love you. Yes. if you're listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, follow us on Instagram at Making Her Own Luck. Um, the link tree is on in the bio. It has all of our streaming platforms as well as how to contact us via email. We love you guys. We can't wait. Yeah. Till next time. All right. Till next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.